is Metal Recall, episode 9. I'm Niall Hope, and as always, Aaron Koskell is here. How's it going, dude? It's going great. Ready to get into it again. Yeah, so we're back to doing what we normally do, and um, it's my turn to bring an album to the table. So I'm bringing to the table The Formation of Damnation by Testament, released in 2008. Yes. Before I get into why I chose this album, Aaron, I just wanted to know whether you knew anything about this album before I suggested it. No, and that's why I'm, I'm pretty excited today because... Uh, <clears throat> like a lot of these albums we review, or not a lot of them, but just in general, the theme here is, is stuff that people might be might have slept on or never heard of. Obviously, Testament's a, a massive band that's been around for, for decades, uh, but I'm guilty of, I probably couldn't name a single Testament song mm-hmm. with a gun to my head, but this album is absolutely a banger, and I love it. Uh, can't wait to talk about it, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad right. <laughs> we're getting to review it. Yeah, so for me, I was close to choosing The New Order by Testament, which a lot of people would consider the, their classic right. late 80s, uh, 88, I think, uh, bona fide thrash metal classic. And the reason why I kind of came to that album to te- and Testament in, in, uh, in, in originally was that, you know, early 2000s, I was getting into a big Metallica phase. I was going down the rabbit hole of other thrash bands trying to get as much music close to them my dad actually had this subscription to a a magazine that's defunct now it was called uh did you listen to testament my dad didn't listen to (laughs) testament no unfortunately i thought you were gonna say that that would have been great (laughs) no there was one article in in q magazine it was called like the essential thrash albums yeah had about 20 albums in it and i pretty much systematically went through nice purchased almost every single one of them and one of them was the new order by testament and you know, that kind of got me into them, and uh, I've always been a fan ever since. But the reason why I chose The Formation of Damnation is that by the time the album was coming out, I must confess it, Testament had kind of dropped off the radar for me yeah. a little bit. And then I, I found out that their new album, released in 2008, was actually awarded Album of the Year at the Metal Hammer Golden Gods Awards. Right. So I thought... You know, it's it's kind of rare that a, a thrash band who was big in the '80s can come back and sort of deliver an album that people think is a classic. So yeah, I thought I've got to get into it. I picked it up, um, was instantly blown away by how good it sounded, how relevant it sounded. Didn't yeah. sound nostalgic. Yeah, something that I think we'll probably talk about a little bit later on. But I also, um, I was, I was shocked a little bit at how much the band had evolved since that late 80s i kind of had a few of the original albums but then between sort of early 90s to 2008 i hadn't really heard anything they put out yeah so that was a welcome surprise to me um and then later on that year i went to a download festival in donington in the uk and uh, testament headlined the nice. third stage there very nice and it was an incredible show, probably one of the loudest shows I've ever been at in my life. My ears were ringing. Testament for... in particular. Test- like yeah, they were Testament. They were in a tent. it out, okay. In a tent, and I don't know, they just turned it up <laughs> so much. But they gave such a good performance. Um, I was blown away by Chuck Billy uh-huh. on the vocals. He's got an incredible voice. Sounds good live. Sounded great live, and what's really funny is that um, if you've ever seen Testament, any videos of Testament playing live, 
He has a mic stand that he's taken sort of the top half of the mic stand off. I was going to bring that up. What's it all about, man? I don't know because he just plays it like a guitar. <laughs> I've seen multiple people saying online that they should just give him a guitar that's not plugged in yeah. so that he can air guitar along. <laughs> but they were fantastic. They had Paul Bostaff, mm-hmm. who uh, drummed for Slayer right. that night. His oh, drumming nice. is fantastic. He's on this album, and I think that's a big part of what makes it so good. Um the only problem about that, the only downside about that show that I was at was that there was somebody around me who just wouldn't stop farting the entire time. <laughs> so it was really loud. Farts like, and testament don't go good together. <laughs> no, they, they don't. And, you know, you, you're really getting into it. And then every now and then it was just like, oh, that's that's. I terrible. was just joking with somebody recently that uh, at work that, you know, we got several metalheads at work and so many that are not. But I, I made a joke about what you what you smell at the beginning of a metal show is a lot of shampoo because there's a lot of long hair, <laughs> so there's a lot of shampoo smells in the air. And by the end but, of it, you just smell farts. Yeah, and, and there stale you go. Beer. Yeah, but no, I'll I'll just double down on on my experience with Testament, which is little to none, and I've I've read some stuff online that they've never they. Although they're Bay, Bay, Bay Area thrash, I don't think they've ever experienced the success of Slayer, Metallica, or even Megadeth. So they're always kind of like fourth or fifth fifth place in that yeah. regard. And so I'm gonna, I'm just guilty. I'll, I'll admit I'm guilty of kind of putting them on the back burner yeah, because sure. of that. So I just never took the time. So again, I'm excited to talk about it. Great fucking album. Yeah, so you're quite right because, you know, we might as well, while we're here, go down a little bit of a brief history of Testament. Now, they're obviously a um, thrash metal band, uh, Bay Area thrash, um, called the second wave of thrash. So behind the big really? four, the, you know, the Metallicas, Megadeth, Slayer and Anthrax, that was like first wave. Got it. Then in the second wave, you had bands like Exodus and Testament, Overkill, Death Angel. We learned a little bit about this watching the Murder in the Front Row documentary recently. Um, But yeah, you're totally right that they didn't ever achieve the sort of mainstream success of those other four bands. So some people call them part of the big six or the big eight with all those other bands that um, I mentioned. But they formed in 1982. Their um, current lineup is Eric Peterson and Alex Skolnick on guitars. Eric Skolnick was there the night that we, we went to the, the documentary. Yep. Chuck Billy, obviously on vocals. Uh, Steve DiGiorgio on bass and Gene Hoagland on drums. Um, but uh, they originally had um, a, a vocalist called Steve Zetro Souza who left prior yeah. to the release of, prior to the recording of the first album yeah. to go replace Paul Bailoff as the, the lead singer in Exodus. Um, also mentioned this before, but on uh, formation of Damnation, Paul Bostaff, who, who played for Slayer, was on the drums, and Greg Christian was on, on the bass at that point. What I, what I think is quite interesting about Testament is that you know they've obviously been around for a long time. They've had 12 studio albums. Yeah. There's rumors of a 13th this year, but they have evolved their sound throughout their career, which I think you start to see this on Formation of Damnation. Um, obviously their first four albums were pretty much typified by that Bay Area thrash sound 
um, early 90s with the album The Ritual, they, like a lot of metal bands around the time, started to be influenced by Alice in Chains and that sort of grunge. Oh, really? I dabbled a little bit with that sort of more mainstream. But then, as opposed to going more and more mainstream like Metallica did at the yeah. time, they went off on a different sort of death metal-inspired tangent where they released their albums Low and Demonic, and they brought in a, uh, a guitarist called James Murphy who played for Death and Obituary. So if you listen to any of the albums from that, that time period, Low, Demonic, The Gathering in 99, um, you can really hear that there's elements of death metal that come through. So during that time, it, it sort of became, it started to infiltrate they, when they get to Formation of Damnation, they're combining a lot of the thrash with Got the it. death. And, uh, Chuck Billy, I think, is really interesting because you don't often find thrash metal vocalists or lead lead singers that their voice almost gets consistently better over time. But yeah. when you hear his voice on this album, albeit it's 12 years later, so good. it's so good, it's so powerful, and he kind of he moved away from the, the higher-pitched late 80s thrash sound okay got it <clears throat> and to me i think he's probably one of the best if not the best thrash metal front men of all time he also um well how do you feel about their past albums because this is their 10th album i'm again i'm guilty of not really i think you you turn me on to the uh what's the other album you mentioned uh, uh the new order yeah great album classic yeah. thrash but what do the other ones sound like Sorry, you described what they sounded like more, mm-hmm. more death influence, but are they good in your opinion? Yeah, I think I think okay. there's a lot of good stuff in there. I think their their debut album, The Legacy, is really good. That's very very of the time. There's is really this album package. your favorite? Is that why we're reviewing it? Just out of curiosity. Um, it's it's a toss up between that and the New Order. Okay. The reason why I chose this one was with a couple of reasons. Number one was that it kind of rejuvenated my my love for the band so yeah upon hearing that upon seeing them at download then i went back and i filled in the gaps from the first four albums to the present day yeah and actually another one that's really close in terms of being um being up there as my favorite is the gathering that released in 99 i definitely recommend you check that out because that was you know tail end of them experimenting with a little bit of death metal and and some more heavier I stuff well yeah it's pretty clear that 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 uh, just for listeners out there, it's pretty clear that the stars were aligned on this album. And so mm-hmm. the best way I can describe it is, considering their history, they've got one foot back in the past, this classic thrash. Bay Area thrash. Yeah. But they're just they're still showing you that they they can do all kinds of tricks, all kinds of stuff, and it's just it really it really comes together. And I think it's just a little bit of old school sound with the new school sound doing their own thing and they get they get all the right members in there playing yeah. playing instruments one final thing i mentioned while we're still talking about testament is um chuck billy fought off cancer prior to yeah, the, the release yeah. of this album so that's uh obviously a a little footnote in the someone, history of the band but... fractured their leg in four places right as well? yeah there's been all yeah that was eric peterson and actually alex skolnick who we mentioned was at the the documentary that we went to see um, he departed in 1997, oh, okay. um, came back for this album, and uh, I think really you can tell his presence on the album is, is pretty special. All right, so moving on, that's testament aside. Let's, um, let's do what we normally do uh, and set the scene for 2008 and what was going on at the time in metal. 
Yeah, so um, <clears throat> 2008, s- sounds like it's a, a slow start to the year. Um, not really a tremendous amount of news to report that year, but as far as albums released, um, some notables here. We've got um, yeah, Nile Flag, certain albums, I Flag, others. There's a band called Genghis Tron that is absolutely bizarre. But yep. That was their debut album, Board Up the House. You've mentioned doing that one on the podcast before. I'd, yeah, I'd be interested we, in we that. might have to go down that hole. Genghis Tron is, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, definitely mathematical, chaos, yeah. lasers, electronic sounds, and it's all over the place. So Genghis Tron put out an album, uh, Cavalier Conspiracy, um, Inflicted. Was that their first album? That was their first one, yeah. Good stuff. Bringing back that classic sound from the uh, Cavalera brothers. Um, In Flames, A Sense of Purpose. Yeah. Not sure where that ranks on your... Yeah, I think... In Flames albums. That I think that was the follow-up to Soundtrack. <clears throat> um, I think it's a decent album. Yep. It's, it's, it's not close to the, the previous one for me. Veterans Deicide, Till Death Do Us Part. Um... Testament, Formation of Damnation. Oh, yeah. Damnation. Cryptopsy, The Unspoken King. Uh, another kind of shoegaze, wall of sound band, Cult of Luna. Put out an album. I'm a fan of theirs. Uh, Soulfly, Conquer. Yep. Slipknot, All Hope is Gone. Lemmy from Motorhead, Motorizer. Yep. Uh... <clears throat> band you might have heard of Metallica Death Magnetic oh yeah The Haunted Versus good album uh, some Viking Metal Amada Marth Twilight of the Thunder God your favorite another masterpiece Enslaved love those guys Vertebrae Trivium put out Shogun that's a good album too um, Gojira The Way of All Flesh I think this is when this was this came after um, uh their first, well, second album. Yeah. This was a this was the first album they put out after uh, they toured with Lamb of God. So this was gotcha. this had guest spots from Randy. I think there's guest spot from uh, Cavalera as well. Nice, uh, great album. Unearth the March. ACDC Black Ice. Silosis, conclusion of an age. Yeah, that's their debut. Exodus, let there be blood. Yeah. A decent little list. Any more? Or is that uh, it? I think that's it, yeah. Yeah, it certainly seemed like it sort of picked up towards the end of the year in terms yeah. of releases. Right, that's 2008. So, we're here to discuss the formation of Damnation. So, what I'm going to do is just a, a brief little background to the album. Um, this was the 10th studio album by uh, by Testament. It was marked as their comeback, their first... Um, uh, new rec- new recording since 1999's uh, The Gathering is released on April 29th 2008 um, and it was the only the, the band's only studio album recorded with drummer Paul Bostaff as we mentioned before a long time to, to take a break there yeah I think when there was you know obviously Chuck Billy and the, the cancer and stuff the, they actually mentioned that they were due to follow up The Gathering in 2002 but then um, there was a number of things that obviously got in the way it was recorded at fantasy studios in berkeley california on the label nuclear blast produced by eric peterson and chuck billy um and bear with me a second 
Um, the production, it was recorded and engineered by Andy Sneap and Vincent Wojno, I think. I'm not sure about that. Destroyed it. Yeah, I did. Sorry. <laughs> um, and interestingly, uh, they had Steve Zetro Souza on backing vocals for certain um, parts of this album, obviously one of the original singers for Testament. Um, artwork, direction and concepts were by Eric Peterson, who's the chief songwriter. And the artwork and illustrations were by Eloran Cantor. And while we're there, why don't we um, get into the review of the front cover? Because we like to do that every time we get yeah, into this. No, I, um, I mean, if we're going to jump off on the album art first, uh, I'm going to give give some spoilers away. I this 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 album apparently is uh, <clears throat> from what I've read. Frontman Billy is pretty clear that it's it's a concept, not a concept album, but the whole theme, underlying theme behind this album, is a response to the Bush administration and his frustration with, with with all of that. And the um, Iraq War and the yeah. Iraq War. There's even a track on on this album, uh, entirely about the September 11th attacks in New York. Uh, so this album cover, it's pretty it's pretty dark on the bottom half but it looks from what i can tell it looks like i i'd assume it looks like new york city i think it's up washington the, is that not the or white, washington not the white house in the center holy shit that's the white house yeah <laughs> yeah it's quite it's quite clearly okay i didn't see that it's quite clearly befitting the um the the subject matter that you mentioned yeah, it's yeah, straightforward there. Uh that's the Capitol. That's that's the White House and it's just like an army of, of winged angels. Archangels. Yeah. Trumpeting. Archangels just it's spiraling out of out of there, out of the heavens, above Washington Washington. Um it's a classic banner that says the formation of damnation. So yeah, it's 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 pretty epic cover. It is. It's epic. It's it's definitely um, you wouldn't look at that and think it's anything other than a metal cover. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, um, the, the angels are almost depicted in um, almost like a sculptural form, yeah. aren't they? It's yeah. the kind of stuff you see around the edges of cathedrals or religious buildings around the world. Totally. Um, and I, I feel like there's an element of uh, religion that plays out in in a lot of the the songs that that happen as well. And they've uh, got swords. Yeah. yeah. Swords and trumpets and yeah. all sorts of regalia. The reckoning. Very epic, apocalyptic kind of theme to the um, yeah. to the cover. Um, I'm a sucker for the Testament logo. Actually, I'm a sucker for all sort of <laughs> old school thrash logos. Totally, yeah. And they're doing the classic 3D, got the texture uh -huh. in it. It's yeah. like it's been carved from stone. It's really cool. Um, I think considering the themes of this album. Oh, yeah. This is a real good fit for it, and I, oh, I give it a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. All right, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go eight and a half nine. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna one up you. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's it's certainly fitting. Um, I mentioned the uh, the artist uh, Eloran Cantor. Mm -hmm. Um, he's uh, a illustrator from uh, Berlin, Berlin-based illustrator, and he's worked with a number of bands, including Testament. Uh, I've got the list in front of me. Iced Earth. He's worked with. Uh, a vile hate breed, um, Sodom, atheist, uh, uh, Gwar, and um, 
a number of other bands, some of them that I don't really know, but he's obviously um, got a lot of credentials in the area. And be interesting to check out the rest of his work and see whether it's of the same ilk. Yeah, it's a nice piece. Lots going on. All right, dude. Um, well, why don't we, before we go any further into our reviews, why don't we, um, I'm going to pass it over to you for the review section. Let's see what other people were saying around the time. Yeah, um, I've got a handful of reviews uh, that I can bring up, but I think I think what's what's consistent through all the reviews that I'll just I'll try to sum up is that despite despite the long wait for this album, it's pretty unanimous that it was worth the wait because, mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, everything just came together nicely um, with the old school elements versus the new school elements. Um, Let's see here. I'm on the metal sucks one bit here. One thing that sets the formation of Damnation apart from most modern metal is Billy's voice. It's awesome to hear a singer sing extreme and still be able to actually understand what he's saying without having to refer to a lyric sheet. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy a Randy Blythe or a Glenn Benton uh, of Deicide or a George Fisher as much as the next metalhead, but there's something about being able to, being able to sing along with the music that adds to the experience. Yeah, I think that's really apt. I think his voice is definitely one of the highlights of this album. And um, he he creates some quite catchy melodies, some quite catchy choruses. They're not clean and sing-alongy in, in a sense, but you could definitely shout along to them. You can definitely sort of... I, I think that's a, that's a good call that it's like... It's, it's heavy and yet it's still um, decipherable. Right. So the other the other bit that I had from metalstorm.net again commenting on how long it took uh, but it's good it's, this is good feedback metalstorm.net says after 9 years it would be somewhat of an anticlimax if the formation of damnation did not deliver the goods but not only does the album deliver the goods but it does it in such a professional and elegant style showing every band testament influenced just how to do it properly one more time Aside from only one or two songs that never really get going, the album feels like a classic after the first 15 minutes, with each song contributing a part to the whole mix. The formation of Damnation is going to bring Testament back up to the heights they once had and place them right at the top top of the thrash metal food chain once again. This is a more than successful return of old school thrash metal with a modern spin, and it does exactly what it says on the tin. It makes you want to thrash. Yeah. Well said. Well said, yeah. So, I mean, as far as the reviews go, they're really... I didn't see anything negative. No, me neither. And all the reviews gave it at least at least a 9 out of 10. Whoa. I think I saw a 7 out of 10, but uh, they're all up there, and it's just... it's it's All the reviews talk about how it's consistent, the production's great, um, and again, going back to my original comment, that just everything kind of f- fell into place with these guys on yeah. this album, and uh, it's it's definitely uh, a masterpiece. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what everybody else is saying. What about what we're saying? How, why don't you kick us off with your thoughts on yeah on this album? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> again, being new to Testament, uh, relatively new uh, compared to you, I went into this with the the notion that they were not in the top four or five of, of Bay Area Thrash. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was pleasantly surprised 
as this album unfolded. Uh, sonically, instrumentally, I think everything sounds great. Um, I think there's some songs that are a lot heavier than others. Yeah. That's what I also found interesting was how, again, talking about range, I love talking about the, the range that certain bands have. Some of the songs could be perceived as sing-songy. Mm-hmm. Some of them, there's a couple of songs that were anthemic. Yeah. Like like an anthem. Um, some of them, I think just my two favorite tracks, obviously, are going to be the heaviest ones. They're just absolutely pummeling and brutal um, with with galloping, with a crazy galloping pace to them. Yeah. Uh, and just, I just can't believe how heavy they sound. And then there's moments they go back to sounding a little bit more like Megadeth, even in the vocal styles, kind mm-hmm. of... Um, there's just a different style to like his voice. Yeah, but um, they've they've definitely they've definitely got range as a band, and he has range as a vocalist. I think there are, like you said, there is there are songs and parts that feel right out of the '80s with more of a modern sound, yes, yes. more modern production techniques. But then there's others that get really heavy and really quite dark at the same time. Yeah. So, in in a in a weird way. Um, I thought it was inconsistent in that way. I mean, I know that's a negative thing to say, but I it just I liked the heavier parts more, personally. That's fine. I mean, um, that's your your take. But it definitely show they definitely showcase their range. Um, I'm definitely curious what you think about the September 11th song. <laughs> yeah, well, that is is quite a nice segue into. Um, Cause I've got an opinion on that one. <laughs> I've got I've got notes on on Chuck Billy's performance on this album because I think for me it's one of the one of the big highlights. One of the reasons you know I mentioned before that I think he's right up there. Only maybe James Hetfield in the late eighties as mm-hmm. a better thrash frontman than yeah. Chuck Billy for me. Um, and you mentioned that you know Testament maybe not in the top four or five. To me, I I don't think that the I would put them second, second, third to maybe Metallica and Megadeth in terms oh, wow. of thrash bands. In my personal opinion, anyway, okay. I like. I've always liked the modern Slayer. I've always liked the modern Anthrax, and you know, I, I to and fro whether I like them more than Megadeth. But his his vocal delivery is he's got the range, the power. You can you can hear that he's experimented and evolved his uh, his sound over time. Yeah, well said. Um, but I will say his lyric style is, uh, they're quite on the nose, you know, compared to the last um, album that we reviewed, uh, Edge of the Earth by Silosis, where yeah. it's all written in yeah. like ambiguous terms that you don't really, you know, it's it's no, it should come as no shock to what Chuck Billy's singing about. And the one that you mentioned, which is The Evil Has Landed, which is yeah. the direct reference to 2000, uh, September 11th. Um, I've got some of the lyrics here just as a, as a, a demonstration. Sky began to fall, ripping open a path up to heaven. 
time slowed to a crawl early morning September 11th. So that's the first two lines of the of the song. Yeah. So you Yeah, there's no ambiguity written in there. <coughs> he goes on to say the towers got hit, a steel bird with wings of destruction. As the buildings split, the skyline has been deconstructed. So it's almost like a blow-by-blow account of what happened that day. And um, it's, uh, you know, I think on one hand you could, if you like your metal to be a little bit more sophisticated, you <clears throat> could have a problem with that. Yeah. The, th- <laughs> the, thing about, the thing about Testament and Chuck Billy is that this is kind of horns in the air the entire time kind of music and his his delivery is what it's all about the way it makes you feel when he sings those words that doesn't really bother me like um it it's maybe a little on the nose but i don't know i i feel it works in the setting for me personally yeah i mean yeah i think you 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 did a great job of explaining how how i feel about this band and this album is, 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 is exactly that. It's I'm not, I'm not trying to come off snobby that, that I need my metal to be sophisticated, but when it's, when it's so much on the nose and like you said, and it's just, I mean, I don't know. That's just, that's just me. It's like, uh, yeah, not a kiss fan. <laughs> no, exactly. At all. And, and, and I'm not comparing Testament, Testament to kiss. I know that's going to sound, that just sounds wrong. Um, but I guess there's, there's parts there's nothing but good things to say about this album and this band, but some. I think the only the only thing I would comment on is the lyrics. Sometimes just I can feel the cheese kind of coming yeah. out of the speakers. I'm just like, really. And so I think without without railing on it too long, um, there was a review. One of the reviews, uh, just finishing off on reviews. One of the reviews I read uh, mentions that song in the last. The last bit in the review was best 9/11 song ever, <laughs> and I just kind of cringed when I, like that's just it's so wrong to say that, and it's, I mean maybe I'm being dramatic because I I was here when it happened, but it's just like I don't know. Would you write a song about being gassed in at Auschwitz? Slayer would. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, and I thought about that. Um, they would. Well, actually, you know, it's a good point because um, maybe it's just too close to me to hear to hear someone singing. Someone wrote a song and is singing a melody about yeah something so horrific. That's all. Yeah, you know, and that's that's really and rhyming about it. It's just kind of disturbing to me. Like it's just how it made me feel. I guess. I mean, I can remember. I was still back at home in Durham, in the northeast of England, when it happened. You were obviously here, so. It's we have different reactions yeah. to it. There, there are lyrics which, uh, we will pick up the pieces. We never cast right. the first stone. Right. Through all the bereavement, we will rebuild our home. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. But but is it is it possible to do a song about this without making it more of like you have to put in that kind of patriotic message of that kind of um, I think perseverance. Did. I if think you they- like. I think they wrote a good song. It's a good song. It's, it's catchy. Just, it's it's good. It's catchy. I mean, it's 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 fucking metal, man. It's a great song, but yeah. uh, it's just it's just a weird one. That's all. Yeah. No, but you said <laughs> it. It's metal. Yeah. Like it, it, it's yeah. It's, and they're gonna is, write about just death and destruction. It's it's yeah. It's gonna happen, but uh, it's just 
it's just weird to hear someone rhyming about that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. And, you know, that's, I was really interested to get your take on that because that was the first time when we were, when I was listening back to it, I was thinking, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite unsophisticated, but the song and like, I guess my final point on this would be that in somebody else's mouth, that would almost be intolerable. But yeah. the fact that yeah, yeah, yeah. he has got such good delivery, it yeah. like, makes you feel it. And yeah. not, not feel it emotionally, I guess, but uh-huh. just feel the power in his voice is just fantastic throughout the album. So his vocal performance on this album is right up there for me with the, um, with yeah. the highlights. Yeah, personally. 100%. The vocals are absolutely amazing. Uh, it's definitely in the highlights for this album. I'm going to take a guess at one of your highlights here. And I'm going to say that it might be track four, Formation of Damnation. 100%. (laughs) Because that is the most brutal song on the album. I'm going to say I think it's one of the most perfect metal songs ever written wow just just like like textbook like you look up heavy metal song like it's the perfect song it's it's a wonderful wonderful song and it is fantastically brutal and i think that's where you hear the years of experimentation they had with more of a death metal sound come through that chorus is just unrelenting the lyrics really work on that one there's no i mean it might be on the nose but it just it, it just works. There's no yeah. there's no cheesy moment because the instrumentals are so brutal and everything just collides and, and I mean that's why they called it that's the, the title of the album. Yeah. That's that's my favorite song. And then um I mean if we're gonna talk about them, Henchman. Oh, it's gotta be. So good. Oh well, you 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 <laughs> let the cat out of the bag because that's my favorite as well. Um but while we while we still sort of dwell on formation of damnation, lyrics for this one again similar kind of on-the-nose quality to them. Election Day spitting bullshit to the enslaved. Make them believe compromised insanity. The time is now. Rise up from destruction. We won't lay down. Resist the persecution. Yeah. I mean, you just can't get much more metal than that, can yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I think, again, like, the delivery really works. And it, that is just a pummeling, brutal song. And it's yeah. definitely one of the highlights. The dueling guitars? Oh, my God. So another good. one of the highlights another one of the highlights i think that um the first note that i've got down on this is from the moment that um the first track the instrumental uh kicks in um the first thing that you notice is that the sound is is great <laughs> One word, one word to describe this um, performance of the band on this album is really tight. Oh, yeah. There's so much synergy between Paul Bostaff on the drums, the bass, the guitars. You mentioned it before, galloping. Like, yeah. there's a lot of galloping in this album where you've got through Henchman, yeah. through uh, the More Than Meets the Eye, um, through other, other songs uh, like Formation of Damnation, The Persecuted Won't Forget. Fear. everybody's in sync oh yeah it's fluid and the double bass and the sound is like it's like thunder yeah and i just think that um 
the the great thing about uh, it casts me back to listening to this album for the first time. The last time I'd listened to the band was one of their earlier thrash albums where production was what it was in the 80s and it had that very nostalgic thrash sound. You hear this coming out and you're like, this is this is relevant, it sounds modern, and there's a level, whilst there might not be sophistication in the lyrics, there's a sophistication, I think, in the playing. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And, and, and <clears throat> you just, you just wanting more every time. You're like, yeah. pile it on. What all the all the tricks and solos they're doing on guitars, just layering it on, just keep bringing it. It's so good. Yeah, one thing that I I thought as well is um, there's no no songs really outstay their welcome on the album. Like there, it kind of flows from track to track without you feeling like this one's gone on too long. Yep. Like you 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 just get enough. Um, and I think there's like. The, the start of the album is fantastic. You have the the instrumental, which is big and epic. It kind of casts your mind back to that front cover of the album. Mm-hmm. Then it goes into More Than Meets the Eye, which I think is like, they released that as their like comeback song. And it's yeah. a bit of a statement piece for the album. I think, you know, when you hear that, you kind of know what's to come. That's when the the band locks in, dual guitars, drums, bass, everybody in there, on that main riff, um, and it just then you hear Chuck Billy, and it just it comes out the gate strong. This album, and I think it continues for for the majority of the album. I think a couple of the la- the latter tracks on the album are for me they're not as strong. Fear? Did you like Fear? I like that song. I like Fear. I like Fear actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like you said with the reviews, there's not many bad things I can say about the album, to be honest. It's just a really enjoyable listen. Yeah, I think I'll be the dissenter here. Um, <laughs> the other song that made me, I don't know why, just I'm not going to say it's not metal enough, but just, again, it goes back to his lyrical content. There's a song, and it just I'm going to sound like a horrible person. It's definitely an ode to his father, right? The afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, you couldn't be much more pointed in what you're saying. It obviously a mental. It obviously means a lot to anybody when they sing about this kind of thing. But yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I'm not trying to discount relationships with your father. It's just I don't know. It just yeah. <laughs> it's 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 one of the the less successful tracks on the album, and That's you know. That's a nice way of putting it, Niall. <laughs> You know those lyrics reach into my soul. I'll see my dad in the afterlife. Like, is it? I, I think it's like um, I don't know. It's it's obviously a very emotional subject, yeah. and his his vocal delivery still makes it sound good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Can't again, it. It, it's it's very on the nose, yeah. if you like. Um, another highlight for me, not not. Uh, We've kind of already let the cat out of the bag about our top tracks, but um, I think that uh, the, I want to say the sixth track, The Persecuted Won't Forget, um, mm-hmm. that just rips out of the gra- the gate yeah. with a, like a bonkers thrash riff. And then it kicks off, then Paul Bostaff comes in with the double bass, and then it just, you know... It's all going off, 
and then it settles down into a, just a great chug throughout the verse. Yeah. And that's when Chuck Billy's doing his best kind of 80s thrash yeah. vocal delivery, but with like an extra, I don't know, edge to it that doesn't sound like the way it sounded in the 80s. It's got like this additional growl that yeah. I think that track is, is absolutely wonderful as well. Um, we talked about the guitar melodies, the, the dual guitars. Um, I'd like to, to pay special tribute to Alex Skolnick coming back for this album because that's right i don't know if you pick up on this um because i i'm very very acutely aware of this playing guitar myself i've never been much of a lead player to be honest but i think that he has a very elegant and melodic style of lead um you know he's not you know you think of a band like slayer think about all their solos it's as many tricks and uh, that you and dive bombs and everything that you yeah. can put in there. So it's just like carnage just all going off because I can do it. <laughs> he picks he picks and chooses what he does. Very um, he's very economical with with how he does yeah, it, nice. and I feel like it always adds to the song. So his lead playing becomes almost as memorable as the riffs, and it doesn't detract from it. And you know, you think of a lot of bands that probably a lot of thrash bands are like. Well, you've got to throw a solo in there, right? And it's just like, you know, just ripping and wailing away for. I definitely picked up on that. I think he's got a really good style. I think it adds a lot to the yeah, album. Yeah, the way he inserts certain things into the song, uh, it's not it's not even necessarily uh, a solo per se, but it's just you can you can tell he's like you said he's he's putting something in there that's special, and he gives you just enough of it. Yeah, and absolutely. when they do, and then when he does solo. Uh, when there are solos on this album, I've also noticed that they're they're just right. They're not gratuitous. Yeah, exactly. They're not, they're not packing in as much as, as Slayer, but uh, they're just right. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't go on for too long. <laughs> yeah. So your top track, and what we're going to put on our pod, on our playlist. The we'll... formation of Damnation. It's like I said. I think it's 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 a metal staple. Like that yeah. is that is the track, and Henchman's just your galloping thunderous like before a game you gotta play that song oh big time yeah (laughs) I mean that's my top track that's what I'm putting on Um, and I've got down here one main reason the main riff I love the start of that song it's got Paul Bostaff, again, fantastic on the drums. He starts it off with that drum intro that kind of just is almost like cascades into the main riff. Yeah. It's galloping. Um, and it's just such a, you know, I mentioned this word before, such a tight performance. Everybody's in sync, galloping together. Effortless. The, they make it look easy. Yeah. Make it the, sound easy. Make it, they definitely make it sound easy because it's not easy to play. I was playing yeah. it earlier today. Um, <laughs> or trying to. Trying to. Really? The, you've got to have wrists of steel to pull off that song. And um, I think it's got, you know, Chuck Billy, he really shines on it. Really anthemic chorus. And funnily enough, um, we mentioned before that the uh, the vocal content, the lyri- lyrical content lyrical on this content. album is very on the nose. 
this one is clearly about uh, motorcycle gangs. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I know that for sure, like an absolute certainty, because when I saw them play this one live at Download, uh-huh. Chuck Billy's throwing his hands in the air like he's riding a motorcycle. <laughs> so I've got it on good authority that that's yeah. what it's about. But what's quite funny about that is when we re- reviewed um, Black Label Society, one of my favorite tracks um, from that album is called Genocide Junkies, which yeah. we speculated was about a motorcycle gang as well. So little theme... Little theme sort of emerging here of my uh, my dreams of being in a motorcycle gang that will never come true. But <laughs> the chorus is really anthemic. Forward, shifting gears in the wind, the henchman ride. Um, just absolutely amazing riffing. And it's really, it's a real short song. It might be one of the shortest on the album. Yeah. But like I said before, that idea that there's no... And you mentioned this as well with regards to the solos nothing gratuitous about what they do on this album everything is just so tight compact purposeful perfect length it yeah. that it's an absolutely perfect track yeah. and what anybody should want going into a testament album yeah yeah all right let's um let's wrap up the reviews and why don't you give me your final rating out of 10 for this album okay um uh... Like we said, it's uh, Formation of Damnation, probably the most near-perfect metal song, maybe not ever, but it's just, it's, it's just, it's a gem. Uh, from start to finish, they cover a great dynamic range, they're obviously uh, <clears throat> masters of their craft, um, it's just an absolute, like you said, it's an enjoyable, pleasurable album, everything's purposeful, there's nothing gratuitous, they don't take too much time on on this that and the other uh you get right to the point uh total package uh, i think it's i think it's a masterpiece for sure i wouldn't give it a, a 10 out of 10 but i'm gonna give it probably a seven and a half or an eight okay. i, wa- I want to give it a 10 but because of because of the lyrical content uh I can put my heart into it, but I just can't give it a full ten. So I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna give it an eight. No, I'm. I'm happy with that, dude. Now you've got to. Yeah, I was thinking about this today. We can't always give the top marks to everything. Like yeah. you, you got. You got to sort of be restrained a bit, and um, you know sometimes it comes down to personal taste as well. And I know yeah. that you know that this style of music isn't always your cup of tea. So. I think a seven so and a half I, eight is 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 a great. great so review. glad I got on board though. It's it's a great album. Well, I'm giving it a nine out of ten. All right. Um, I think I would call this a like a near perfect testament album. Like I think that there's nothing more that you need from the band in this. They have other albums, like I mentioned, the New Order, that a lot of people would claim is their, you know their classic sure and um you kind of wonder whether it's just down to the time that it was released like the music was yeah. more relevant context and it, you look back on those halcyon days of the bay area thrash for me this is right up there with that and you know i dare say more enjoyable for me listen to it more often than that album yeah um so i think it's a great showcase for the band um and i it's one of those where i listen to it and i'm you know I'm either grimacing, sort of doing the metal face, or um, I'm smiling, and and I just want to pick up the guitar after I've finished it. So I think it's uh, a fantastic album, 9 out of 10. 
excellent cool um quickly before we we finish off um got a little bit on the legacy of the album so uh i mentioned this right at the top that metal hammer um gave it the album of the year at the golden gods in 2008 deserved Um, i think so they also ranked it number two in the overall testament catalog which i think is uh, it's up there you know i think that's that's a good review loudwire and decibel um ranked it seventh and sixth out of the the testament collection which is as we mentioned is 12 albums middle of the road so it's you know it's not it's not unanimous across i think what's unanimous is it it's a good album it's a great testament album but there's um as a whole i'd say it's better than the gojira album the way of all flesh whoa i mean i i like gojira more but as far as if we're going to talk full albums that album was a bit scattered Mm -hmm. it's got some of my favorite gojira songs on it but it doesn't it's not as consistent as this album this album is consistent start to finish Cherry on top. The Gojira um, album. I think they're still finding their way on some of those songs. They're just oh yeah, absolutely. You, like borderline, want to skip them. They're, they're not even that. Well, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna raise you one because oh. uh, I think this is a better album than the album that Metallica released that released that year. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! All right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think you know we mentioned this last week when we were doing Death the Magnetic, top right? five. Yeah. <clears throat> Death Magnetic was Metallica showing that they could still thrash. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a really good album, but you want to talk about yeah. real thrash. And yeah. These guys, they just, owned it. Every, everything about... The, the, to compare the two albums, which is a little bit unfair, you listen to the Metallica album and you go, this is great, but it's not... Yeah. James doesn't sound as good as he did in the eighties and you know, it's yeah. not as tight production wise. The sound of that album wasn't great. You listen to this testament album and you go, Well, this is as good as anything <clears throat> that was released at the late late eighties. So that's like why you said, it's a Metallic album. was trying to prove them prove pr- prove again something. This testament album, they have nothing to prove. They just they just do yeah. it. But they're both sort of comeback albums in a way. Yeah. Metallica coming back from Saint Anger, Testament coming back from a almost like a nine year original content hiatus so um but moving on you know we normally sort of see uh what what songs still get played today so um the last last set list that i could gather was from december 6th of 2019 um testament played not fest in colombia and they played more than meets the eye in a nine song set list um so that's pretty good going um 2019's most played songs for testament uh the fourth uh, most played song was More Than Meets the Eye with 28. The sixth most play, uh, played song was The Formation of Damnation with 27 plays. Um, total plays across their entire career. Uh, they've played uh, More Than Meets the Eye 504 times, okay. which is their seventh most played track, which is quite impressive. Yeah. Um, and Formation of Damnation makes it in there with 362 plays. And that's 12th. Ranked, yeah. and then two others that are in their top fifty tracks uh, that they've played: Henchman at thirty fifth, and the Persecuted. Uh, don't forget, or won't forget, sorry, um, at thirty seven, and that's one hundred and six plays for Henchman and one hundred and four for Persecuted. And finally, um, Formation: The Formation of Damnation is fifth in uh, albums that have featured the most live. Okay. With, uh, 
1,090 times they've played songs from that album. It's complicated. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Um, and Testament would go on to follow this album with Dark Roots of Earth in 2012. And how's that album? That's good too. Like okay. the, the following two albums are great. And um, Chuck Billy was actually on the recent, most recent Kill Switch release. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so you should, for you, I I hope that you kind of take this and I would go back from here and check out the Gathering. Yeah, yeah. And then check out a few other things because I think you know that's uh, it's a really like good couple of albums around it. Right, I think we'll wrap it up there, dude. Um, we, uh, yeah, do you want to do the housekeeping? So we've got to do that at the start. Yeah, so you can uh, find us on Instagram, Metal Recall Podcast, uh, on the gram. If you want to email us with any uh, questions, concerns, feedback, or uh, <laughs> blasphemy, Metal Recall Podcast at gmail.com. And then obviously we're on Spotify. And we, uh, the news here is we intend to create a playlist. Of all of our top tracks from the albums we've reviewed, so you can yep. stay tuned for that. Um, so yep. So we'll be adding uh, the formation of damnation and henchman ride to that playlist. Yes. All right, that's about it. So thank you, Aaron, for joining me again. My pleasure. And we'll uh, thanks to everyone for listening, and we'll see you next time. All right, peace.